These are your morning announcements. The Retro Club will be meeting today to discuss the Karate Kid. And a reminder that the All-Valley Karate Tournament will take place this weekend at 6 p.m. Hello and welcome to the Retro Club. We're your hosts, Megan. And John. Hi. Hello. Welcome back. Um, so it turns out there's not a lot of exciting things going on. Not really. In the world right now. There's a couple things. Uh, the new Brooke Shields documentary came out. I kind of uh, want to see that. Just It looks interesting. Yeah, it doesn't um, look terrible. Super Mario Bros. new movie. Is it just called the Mario movie? What is, what is it called? I would guess the Super Mario movie. That's what it's called? I, I think so. I don't know. I don't know. That came out. Which it's getting really good reviews. Well, at least Jack Black is. That That's all I've seen. I I don't know. I didn't have like a lot of drive to go see the movie, but I've seen nothing but Jack Black and the Peaches song. Because he's hilarious. <laughs> Speaking of music... We have something fun happening here. Mm-hmm. By the time you hear this, well, gonna we're go already see cheap gone. Trick. Yeah. Going to see Cheap Trick mm-hmm. in concert. I don't know. That was hard to say for some reason. <laughs> the Dream Police. They live inside of my head. Who are they even playing with? I don't know. <laughs> oh, I don't know who's playing with them. I didn't care about that. Okay. <laughs> like, I want to hear Surrender mm-hmm. and stuff like that. I don't care about who's opening for them. Yeah. I don't know. I just want to hang out. Maybe drink a little. Maybe, Maybe. a lot a little. I don't know. <laughs> yeah. We'll see how I feel. It's a weekday, so. Tipsy-topsy. Probably not. Anyway, there's not, like, a lot else going on that I no. can think of. Jordan's still cute. I like her. Our child is, like, by the time you hear this, 11 months old. <laughs> what? Yeah. What happened? Where is the time went? That's, uh... I don't know. That it's cons- hard. To, we were looking at pictures of her when we first yeah. brought her home and everything. And oh my God. Yeah, she's grown up so much. That she's concert's so randomly on a Tuesday. When did Tuesday concerts become a thing? Because a lot of concerts I looked up are just randomly on that day. I don't know. I don't. I hate. And it's because we have Monday through Friday jobs. It sucks. Like. Well, yeah. I don't know. <sighs> Whatever. It'll still be fun. Um. I don't really know a lot else going on. Oh, the Evil Dead Rises Rise. is coming out in a couple of days. Evil Dead Rise, yeah. Is it just Rise, not yeah. Rises? Oh, yeah. Well, you could have said Risen, too. I mean, it still would have been wrong. I, whatever. <laughs> it comes out um, the 21st of April, I think. So mm-hmm. It's right around the corner. There's not a lot of horror movies that I've been excited for or like wanting to see. And I'm I, excited I for this, this one, one, but I'll be honest with you. I, it's hard for me to back anything that Bloody Disgusting does because they like everything. They don't tell you anything's bad. Is that just like a a news, not a newspaper? Oh my God, who reads newspaper? Um, <laughs> is that like a blog online or something? Yeah, like people take everything they say as their word, but they don't hate anything. They Everything that comes out, they literally love it to death and it's the greatest thing ever. That's what I have a problem with. No one just says something's all right 
or that it's terrible? Well, I, I don't know, my brain's, I'm like, <sighs> sorry. Got that hot breath. <laughs> um, I, I recently watched Mother, which I understand I'm late to the game. That movie's a couple of years old now. Right. But I know you didn't really want to watch it. It is an artsy kind of film. Um, Just not into it. That's more... It was okay until like the last 25 minutes, and it was That's pretty I mean. upsetting. Um, it was really hard to watch. I don't know if it's just as a parent or I don't know. I asked my sister who doesn't have children and she said, no, no, it messed me up pretty bad. I said, okay, just making sure. (laughs) Did it also have a bear suit? It did not have a bear suit. No, no, but it was hard to watch. I, it's hard to say I liked it because it did make me feel really uncomfortable. (laughs) Mm. I don't know. That's all I got going on. (laughs) I like like horror. That's really, I don't know. I can't even say that it's slasher. That's such a freaking thing to say, like like the brother-in-law would go with. But What? The brother-in-law. You know what I'm talking about. Okay. <laughs> but no, I like suspense above all other things and psychological more than anything else. I, I'm willing to watch just about any type of horror movie. I don't really care. I've watched... I've enjoyed Hereditary just as much as I enjoyed Friday the 13th, as much as I enjoyed Scream. Like, I watch all different types of horror. See, I just thought Hereditary was, it's just any other horror movie I've seen. It didn't impress me at all. Nothing about it was the, I didn't even think the movie was that entertaining. I thought it was way too long. It freaked me out. I mean, I think it did its job. (laughs) I guess. I, I'm easy to please. I don't know. I go in with a positive attitude into most movies. There's only been one horror movie. I can't just say one, but there has been one horror movie in recent time that I can think of that I've sat down to watch. And I was like, I should not have watched that one. It mm-hmm. was that shark movie we watched in Georgia with Matt and Tony. Remember? Where the, the Meg? Sh- or um, was it the alligator? Alligator oh, that gets in the basement? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> what was it called? Crawl? Crawl, that was it. That one was... <laughs> it was fun above all other things. I took a chance, and um, it was not good. <laughs> it was bad. Man, we've seen a lot worse, I'll say that. It, yeah. It at least had funny parts. But that's been in the last couple of years. That's the one movie that comes to mind. I'm like, I could have just skipped that altogether. <laughs> oh, Mandy. Mandy was one. Yeah. Couldn't even make that 20 minutes in before we shut that off. There's a lot of movies that... I wish I could get my time back. What was that really, really shitty Netflix movie? Netflix movie. Yeah, you had to watch it. <sighs> I'm thinking of ending things. Who, when the title's that long, you know it's going to be terrible. <laughs> I didn't mind it. it well, well, I mean, that's because you have to die on that hill because you, you chose it. <laughs> I didn't mind it. I'm not just saying that. It was okay. It was very artsy. It was very out there. Yeah, it was awful. I wouldn't even categorize it as a horror movie. It was just I don't like know what you could call it. It was art. A psychological art drama something. That that's uh, about it. it. it bad. <laughs> just call, call it call it bad. It's based off a book though. Kind of want to. Of course it is. Everything's based off a book. <laughs> anyway, let's talk about a good movie. How about that? That we can both agree on. I really like how you did that lead into that. That's good. <laughs> Cuz today we're talking about the Karate Kid, yes. the original Karate Kid, the only Karate Kid. There's the remake. I'm. You're I don't just consider not it. Acknowledge it, okay? No. <laughs> With um. Ralph oh, Macchio. No, no, no. I was Pat saying that the the remake is. Oh, Jackie Chan. And 
Will Smith's kid, I guess. That Jaden Smith. Is that it? I yeah. think so. That's not the one we're talking about. We are talking about 1984. We don't give a shit about Will Smith. <laughs> 1984's Karate Kid. Yes. This is a PG rated PG movie. It is a PG movie. Not even PG-13 with the, the violence of karate. Meg, this came out in 1984. Rambo had already come out. Don't yell at me. Uh, it's categorized as a drama action film, and its runtime is two hours and six minutes, which is our one of the longer movies we've covered. At but this you point. want to know something about this movie? It never feels like it's two hours, and I can't say that about a lot of modern movies. I'll this, be honest. I did not realize it was a two hour I didn't movie. either. <laughs> And its actual release date was June 22nd. So we're getting really close to its anniversary. Yeah, I mean... I mean... Great what, summer movie. It's almost 40th anniversary. Goodness. It'll be yeah. 39 this year. Yeah, I mean... Crazy. That makes sense. 1984. Okay. Let me go ahead and give you um, the synopsis first, and then I'll get into the breakdown of like cast, crew, numbers, things like that. It has to mention a blonde kid. In your synopsis, or are we not, are, we're not reading it. Uh, I can't guarantee that. Let, let's. <laughs> Daniel moves to Southern California with his mother Lucille, but quickly finds himself the target of a group of bullies who study karate at the Cobra Kai Dojo. Fortunately, Daniel befriends Mr. Miyagi, an unassuming repairman who just happens to be a martial arts master himself. Miyagi mm-hmm. takes Daniel under his wing, training him in a more compassionate form of karate and preparing him to compete against the brutal Cobra Kai. Yeah, I mean, that's the movie. That's it. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. Okay, it's already starting. <laughs> this movie was directed by John Alvidson. Yes. Uh, uh, did I say that right? Alvidson? Yes. I think so. And the budget for this movie was $8 million. In 1984. None of them were names yet. Uh, That's all right, because at the box office... It tore up. It made $130.8 million. What in God's name? (laughs) That is massive. You want to know, this is one movie like we've done where the critics have been about it all the way across the board. Like, there's not a shitty, like, really criticism of it. Yeah, it's got really good reviews overall. I mean, it's 75% on or more on most sites. Yeah. So, not bad. Um, we'll give you some of the cast here. We've got, like you said, Ralph Macchio. He plays mm-hmm. Daniel LaRusso. Um, he's also been, I mean, more recently in Netflix Cobra Kai. Yes. I don't he know. Was in, he was in Karate Kid 2, of course. Well, he was in My Cousin Vinny. That's right. In The Outsiders. Duh. He's yeah, in that's Outsiders. What, that's what made him... Was the Outsiders? Yeah, that's the one I was thinking of. And then oh, he's in that beer league movie too with Artie Lang. Oh, I it's no a comedy. Idea. It's a it's a dude comedy. Um, <laughs> William Zabka. Yeah, buddy, that's my boy Johnny. Uh huh. And the leader of Cobra Kai. The other movies he's been in besides the Karate Kid franchise is just one of the guys. Yep. He was also in National Lampoon's European Vacation. That's yes. <laughs> As the boyfriend. Yeah. You don't see him much in that, but he is no. in that. Oh, he's in uh, Back to School, also in the villain role. Mm-hmm. And that movie has a great mullet. No, ugh, okay. <laughs> I may have seen that. I don't I don't remember. Um, Pat Morita, who mm-hmm. plays Mr. Miyagi. Better known as... He was a comedian. Uh, he was really big in Happy Days. Oh, Okay. He really hasn't done much more besides the Karate Kid franchise. He did voice the um, Emperor in Mulan. 
yeah, the later. cartoon Mulan. Um, other than that, all the Karate Kid movies, for the most part, he's in pretty much all of them. <laughs> he's in a lot of like low, low budget movies. Yeah. Elizabeth Shue, mm. who has been in quite a few things. Back Ad- to the Future 2. Adventures in Babysitting. Oh my gosh, yes. <laughs> If you want to talk about a movie, me, Josh, and Anvil can talk about at just Will, uh-huh. three guys. That's the movie. Adventures and Babies. Yes. Oh, we okay. all three love that movie. We watched that once together. <laughs> just, you know, cuddle up under their blanket eating Chinese food. Oh, my God. <laughs> she is in the, the Back to the Future franchise. She's also in the movie Cocktail with Tom, uh, Cruise. Tom Cruise. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, she's the love interest in that. Mm-hmm. She's really pretty in that. Martin Cove, who plays the leader of Cobra mm-hmm. Kai, the um, sensei. Yeah, he plays John Kreese. He was in Rambo First Blood Part 2. Yep, I knew you were going to say that. Um, and some other low-grade low, low grade movies. Nothing super big. Mm-hmm. Most of the uh, kids that appeared in this movie were also in, like, Iron Eagle. <laughs> yeah, that's... I mean, there are the other kids who were in... Uh, All the Cobra Kai guys were in Iron Eagle. Yeah, uh, there's really no one else notable that I would throw out. I'll be honest. I'm kind of looking through the rest of the cast. and No. And if you guys get a chance, you guys got to watch Iron Eagle. Freaking movie's amazing. And Iron Eagle too. Soundtrack alone. I think the only other one, Larry B. Scott is randomly in it. He's in Revenge of the Nerds. <laughs> uh, yes, he's uh, Lamar. No, he plays um, in Karate Revenge Kid. Oh, I thought you meant in Karate Kid. He's um, he's just brown belt. Uh, his name kid. is Jerry. Oh, his name okay, is Jerry. We'll that. What in God's name? <laughs> the cat just like bodied the door. I yeah. Don't understand. Yeah, you guys uh, doing anything? Uh, ignore that. <laughs> uh, <laughs> he is really great in Revenge of the Nerds. I mean, Revenge of the Nerds is not a movie you can make today, no. but it's still it, it's an all timer for me, especially like a lot of guys I grew up with. Yeah. But that's pretty much the cast. There's not anyone else super notable in it that I'm going to mention. So I think we can go ahead and just like jump into the movie now. Yeah, we can do that. I just really got to say something real quick about this budget. Yeah. Eight million dollars compared to 130 in 1984. Yeah. That means this movie came out against Ghostbusters and all those and it made that kind of money. Yeah. Really crazy. I I guess I didn't realize it came out. The first Ghostbusters came out in 84. Yeah. I was thinking 83 first, and we even covered it. I don't know. <laughs> it's okay. You were sleepwalking. It's fine. Okay. Um, I'm feeling really, like, subconscious about how I talk now. Why? Ever since I had that person tell me I talk with a southern draw. Oh, no. I'm like, I'm fucking Indiana. <laughs> well, <laughs> right. I consider us more northern. Then you gave me shit about it. Now, like, I've, I got, like, a complex about it. Because you say 16 weird. Yeah. But if it was 17, like, edge of 17, I'm fine. Just don't say 16. Just avoid saying the number 16. Yes. (laughs) Well, that number really doesn't come up that much, so. I, here's the dumb thing. Everyone probably thinks to themselves, I don't have an accent. A British person doesn't say, I have an accent. Yeah, I don't talk weird. You talk talk weird. Yeah, doesn't think they have an accent. Oh, Australian people know they have an accent. I literally (laughs) just watched a guy talk about his accent and how much he hated life. Oh my god! I always think of the TikTok. I know I'm the TikTok person. You're not, but to my list, our listeners that are TikTok people, there's a video of a girl that's like, "So do you guys say Marjo Jojo?" <laughs> 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 and 
and then it flips to this girl and all you see is like her nose up and her eyes are watering and she's crying she goes yeah <laughs> the, the thing i get the thing i was thinking about is this guy is talking about how we say our words weird but mm-hmm. then they have words that they say it'll be like one word but it'll say it five different ways uh-huh. i'm like it's the same word oh no <laughs> and then he realized that you know we might have one leg up on him it's just a weird thing to say. I don't have the accent you do, but everyone else in the world is like, no, you guys have accents. Yeah. We don't. <laughs> anyway, we're off topic. <laughs> Let's talk about the movie, shall we? This movie starts really, really fun. Mm-hmm. Uh, Daniel and his mom are trying to push start their car because, you know, they're flat broke. Well, they're driving, driving Cross from country. New Jersey to California. Yeah. What in the world? I know, like, like it's freaking National Lampoon's vacation. Just this big road trip. And it's just him and his mom. I don't know if he, they ever talk about the dad, where he went, what he was doing. I think I, I'm gonna, I'm gonna guess the dad died. That that's my guess too. Let's just assume. Tragic tale. <laughs> so he gets to the their new apartment, and then his mom's hyping it up like, oh, it's gonna be wonderful. It's got pool. It's exciting. <laughs> and they get there, and it's the pool doesn't work. Hasn't worked. Yeah, it's pretty run down. The yeah. apartment complexes, um, the pool. I don't even think it has water in it. If it does, it's like that green. It's got like, yeah. It's got the. I was gonna say it's got that green like just been in there. Yeah, and one of the first people they meet there or they run into for like five seconds it's is Freddie, uh, the young boy that uh, kind of befriends Daniel. Yeah, he lives in the apartment, and he can tell like these they're not from here like he's yeah and he accidentally sees daniel doing these moves out of a magazine uh-huh. which you know if you're gonna learn your karate from magazine that's probably mm-hmm. the worst way to go about anything yep and then there's a a quiet handyman hanging around yeah that... just kind of lurking <laughs> you don't talk to him but he's there uh, but they actually do have to talk to him pretty quickly on because when they get into their apartment, like yeah. nothing works. <laughs> need to, they really need their water on. Yeah. So they have to, she tells Daniel, like, go talk to the handyman and tell him to to get our water working. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, that's when he meets Mr. Miyagi. Except he doesn't call him by the his actual name. He calls him Miyagi. Oh, yeah. He When he goes to his... Is his name like on the door or something or how he, I don't know how he figures out what his name no, is. No, Mr. Miyagi gives him a name so uh-huh. he doesn't just try to call him the handyman because, you know, that's rude. I guess, yeah. <laughs> Yo, super. Oh, God. The super. We got to cover that one day. I've like, never seen that. I wouldn't think you would have. <laughs> it's really early 90s. Oh, who's in it? Uh, Joe Pesci. Oh, okay. All right. He's a so rat. <laughs> back to the Karate Kid. Um, Daniel's new here, but he still wants to like make friends and yeah, he's put really, himself out there. He's an outgoing kid. Yeah, he's got a good personality. He's got like this uh, kind of charisma about him. Mm-hmm. He's he's very dark complected. He's a good looking kid. Yeah, I guess. Dark yeah. hair, whatever. Yeah, but Just he's an outgoing kid. kid. And. He decides to go to the beach. I don't know. Apparently there's going to be like a beach party. Yeah. I mean, it's California, so they can just go around, kick a soccer ball. 
I mean, out. I don't know if he hears about the party or if he just goes to the beach because he's like, baby kids are hanging out at the beach. Well, I mean, he just befriended that Fre- Freddy guy and he was there. Oh, Freddy tells him to go? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I couldn't remember that. And so he's meeting all these other new kids. Mm-hmm. And that's when he sees Allie on the beach, you know, kicks the soccer ball toward him. Mm-hmm. Played by... A- Elizabeth Shue. Elizabeth Shue, thank you. I don't know why I couldn't think of that. I got her last <laughs> it's name. okay. Shoe police. But she's like the pretty cheerleader type, whatever. Oh, yeah. She's a 10. Yeah. Might be an 11. Yeah, she's probably 100% drawn to her. But then immediately after seeing her, you get to meet. And she really likes him right off the bat because he's different. (laughs) Yeah. He stands out because of the accent and he's Mm -hmm. just his attitude. He's definitely not from California. And he's funny. (laughs) He is funny right off the bat. Yeah, he. They end up. I don't. They're just hanging out like. Yeah, just like kids do, you know. Mm-hmm. Just they're getting to know each other and all that. And then here comes screaming in on their dirt bikes on the dunes. Cobra Johnny Kai. Johnny Lawrence and Cobra Kai. And um, this is really fun because they're drinking some Coors Banquet, the banquet of beers. Good stuff. Cobra Kai is. Yeah. On their bikes, they just got beer. I don't yeah, remember I mean, you that. You can have bags and stuff. I just don't remember that. Because mm-hmm. then they, Johnny tells him that he's trying to be an, he's not going to be a degenerate anymore. Oh. He plans on turning everything around. Well, Johnny notices Allie hanging out with uh, Daniel. Which I, I'm going to be honest with you, I think he made that statement because he was going to try to get Allie back. Yeah, he's just, I mean, it's like he doesn't want to be with her until she, he saw her with someone else. And I then, think he wanted her no matter what. That's why he was going to stop being a degenerate. Maybe. Whatever. So Johnny's mad. He gets ticked mm-hmm. off when he sees him talking. Also to wearing her. a headband. I guess. Love it. The thing is, you have to understand 1984, karate was cool. <laughs> like When did karate stop being cool? I don't know. I feel like it has a resurgence now, which we'll get to later in the episode. But yeah. Johnny um, also has flawless hair. That bouffant of blonde hair. <laughs> Gorgeous. So he's a, a black belt in karate. Yes, he is. He is the best that Cobra Kai has. Mm-hmm. And his top dog. Johnny and the Cobra Kai gang start um, bullying Daniel. <laughs> the Cobra Kai gang. I like that. I no, no, no. It, uh, yeah, the squad. We'll call them squad. So they like. Uh, what do they do? They like. Is this where they chase him on the bars? I can't remember no, what happens. Uh, Daniel's talking to Allie, and Johnny wants to talk to Allie. He just wants to talk. Mm-hmm. And Allie was being really like aggressively negative, telling him no. And all he did was pick up her radio. And he's like, you're going to talk to me. Oh, yeah. He gets real. <sighs> Don't try to make him a good guy in this because, you know, he they played him as the bad guy. I know what you're trying to do right now. No, 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 no. I'm not doing that at all. I'm going to. I have a. You're I have a double. I, softly about Johnny. <laughs> stop it. I have a double take on this. And don't worry. I'll keep pointing it out as it goes. But Johnny just wanted to talk. Yeah. Allie, Allie's the one that. Except he breaks her... He broke her radio. Her radio. And he admitted to it. He admitted that was a jerk move. Years later. Stop doing that. <laughs> stop doing that. Anyway. so Dan, But Daniel butted in. 
Yeah, and tells him, back off, leave her alone. She doesn't yeah. want to talk to you. And Daniel push, and he pushes Daniel while Daniel's still holding the radio. Mm-hmm. And this is where it get, And then Johnny goes over to... I'm just going to... Screw it. He's going to be the he's gonna be the face in this. He's going to be the good guy. Johnny goes over to grab Daniel, pull him up, and Daniel sucker punched him. Well, I mean... He was he felt threatened, so he did what he had to do. And Johnny was going to hit him anyway. It didn't matter. He was probably going to pull him up. And I do not think himself. he was going to hit him. <clears throat> okay. <laughs> See, now we're now we're putting spins on this that we shouldn't be putting on it. We can't spend too much time. We got to keep this train moving. We watched too much Cobra Kai to know. Okay. But <laughs> Johnny uh, says, no mercy, man. Mm-hmm. And then beats the piss out of Daniel. He does. And leaves him on the on, in the sand. And then he has to go home and his mom's like, what in the world happened to you? He gets all upset. I know she makes him breakfast and he's got that big black eye. And he tells her, it's fine, ma. It's fine. <laughs> he tells her not to worry about it. And that's when he was riding his bike to uh, Bananarama. And then he runs into Cobra. It's what? He runs into who? Doesn't he run into Cobra Kai again? At school? Yeah. Oh, I think he sees him. I think he tries to duck him. Yeah, he. The thing is, when Johnny beats him up, he Daniel wants to get back at him, which just makes them more mad and beats him up more. You know what? Should have left well enough alone. Yeah, it's just honestly and truthfully, it's just a lot of this back and forth. You see it for a little while, where he keeps coming home with more injuries, and his mom is getting really upset. Like, what is going on? They even like trash his bike at one point. Um, uh, they screw him over at the soccer tryout mm-hmm. where he uh, gets tripped up on the soccer field. Yeah. And then he gets aggressive with uh, Bobby, another member of Cobra Kai, the good member of Cobra Kai. That's what we'll just call him. Okay. <laughs> I like Bobby. Bobby was the good one in the, in the group. He's the one that shows a lot of uh, pity. Mm-hmm. So it's kind of this back and forth between Daniel and Cobra Kai. Right. And it finally comes to a head at a Halloween party where... Daniel is... Where does it come to a head? The Halloween dance. Because there's the part where he's riding his bike at night on the hill. Yeah. And, and they, then they come str- screaming up on him and they knock him down the hill. That's not the Halloween trash party, trash his though. bike and stuff. But I think the peak is at the Halloween party because that's when Mr. Miyagi shows up. Mm-hmm. Miyagi sees that... Like, We'll go back to the bike real quick. Miyagi sees Daniel like trashing the bike and mm-hmm. throwing it in the dumpster and all that. Oh, that's right. Daniel breaks his own bike because he's yeah. mad. I hate this bike. I hate this stupid bike, which is very heartfelt, man. You feel really feel for well, Daniel. Well, he's take. You can tell he's saying like, "I hate this town. I hate this." Yeah. He's saying he the bike and taking it out on the bike, but he just hates being there. And yeah, he wants to go home. Yeah, and he won't tell his mom who it is who's doing it. He doesn't want her to worry about him. Right. And she's like, "How can I not worry about you when you come home with?" Your eyes swollen shut and your lip busted open and you're covered and Daniel, in bruises. And Daniel did try to go to Cobra Kai. Mm-hmm. He was going to join their dojo until he saw Johnny there. Yeah. Because he wanted to learn self-defense. Um, but to me, I think it comes to a head at the Halloween party where him and Allie have been getting progressively closer as mm-hmm. the, the movie goes on. And he dresses up. It's really an original costume. He dresses up as a shower. <laughs> yeah, it's a great costume. But I like Cobra Kai's skeleton costumes, too. Yeah, they do the skeleton costumes. Daniel really does it so he can, like, kind of hide. So yeah. he pulls the curtain Camouflage. shut. And him and Allie are, like, 
they dance inside the the shower mm-hmm. curtain and stuff, and it's cute. The movie but, has a really good soundtrack. That's a really good song it plays during that part. Yeah. But Daniel, he wants to just get one more dig at Cobra Kai. Like, why can't he just leave him alone? I know Johnny's going in there to, to you know, roll a bone and smoke a J in the bathroom. <laughs> John. What? You're so hip with it. I know. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, Daniel goes in the bathroom while they're sitting in there. He's in the stall smoking. Um, yeah, Johnny's just trying to take his dump and smoke his weed. And Daniel ends up running a hose in there. Yes, he uh, runs it from the sink <laughs> over into Johnny's stall. You know what I would have been mad about though? Mm-hmm. Johnny also had a brand new Walkman on. He did. That's true. So he didn't hear it coming. And so Daniel ends up spraying him down with water and Johnny comes running out and yells for Cobra Kai and says, we got to get him. And they all chase Daniel out of the party. Man. And Daniel caused a wreck and everything. Oh yeah. Trying to get away from him. Well, they end up, getting him and the two of the guys hold him still while Johnny beats him up, which isn't fair. And then they all show no mercy. And Bobby's the one that says, leave him alone, man. He's had enough. Mm -hmm. And Johnny tells him to back off. Like that's bad sensei uh, training is what it is. They've been taught wrong. Yeah. So it looks pretty bad for Daniel at this point. Like they're going to almost kill this kid, but then Mr. Miyagi shows up and just unleashes on them. His karate. Yeah. (laughs) And he he takes every one of them out one by one. Yeah. And uh, and you definitely can't tell that it's a stunt double. <laughs> yeah. Once all of Cobra Kai takes off, Daniel's like, you know karate? Like, what in the heck? This quiet handyman just out of nowhere. <laughs> He's then, got moves. <laughs> and Mr. Miyagi's just always funny about everything. He's like, you never asked. Yeah. And so instead... <laughs> Mr. Miyagi wants him to settle the this feud first. So he actually ends up taking him to Cobra Kai to... But he wants him to know that karate isn't for revenge. It's for self-defense. Yeah. And it's not about anything else. It's about discipline more than anything else. Right. So Mr. Miyagi has a very gentle approach to, to karate. And, and then he meets John Kreese and like Mr. Miyagi goes from being a really sweet man to... On his guard really fast. Well, you can tell Miyagi wants... Karate is like a last resort thing. And his him. family devo- developed their own form of karate. Mm-hmm. So it's disrespectful what he sees when he goes to Cobra Kai. Yeah, they go there to... He wants Daniel and Johnny to make up. To like say sorry yeah. and just end this. He wanted the teacher to make the student apologize and just be a man about it. Yeah, and John Creasy's like, LOL, no thanks. <laughs> like that's not going to happen. And that's, I mean, that's Cobra Kai's whole motto is no mercy. Yeah. Strike first, strike hard, no mercy. So Miyagi's like, okay, okay, we can do this. So he tells Daniel, like, I'm going to train you and we'll see you at the, at the tournament, the yeah. Old Valley, the, but there's a stipulation. They cannot mess with him. They yeah. have to leave him alone. And they're all scared of John Kreese. Yeah. So now we get a lot of montages of Daniel and Miyagi. I mean, there's definitely some details that you get into where you see... You see some very broken-hearted stuff. You see some really warm-hearted stuff. Well, and it's stuff that you don't realize... Okay, when Daniel and Mr. Miyagi start... They're polar opposite. He's He's got him doing, like, painting fences and cleaning cars. Mm-hmm. Wax and on, wax on, paint the fence. 
Yeah, and you realize paint the house. Daniel's getting mad. He's getting fed up, and he's like, sand "I thought floor. we were gonna train, huh?" And sand the floor. Yeah, so he thinks he he's getting angry with Mister Miyagi, and he's like, "I thought you were gonna train me on karate. I'm getting ticked off. Like mm-hmm. we're spending all this. I'm just like cleaning your house and stuff. Yeah. <laughs> like, what are you making me do?" And so Mister Miyagi's like, "Okay, all right, show me sand the floor." And well, the thing is, like, that gets missed in all of it is they, Mr. Miyagi needed Daniel as much as Daniel needed Mr. Miyagi. Mm-hmm. Mr. Miyagi's just the guy that's just going through life. So he's passing on this knowledge to this kid. Oh, yeah. Because as, as a viewer, when you're watching the movie, you're like, when do they do karate? <laughs> and then it does have this final break where Mr. Miyagi shows him that all of these chores, if you will, that he's been making him do were actually ways to teach him defensive karate yeah and once you know daniel realizes that when he's like oh uh paint the fence sand the floor wax on wax off that's the famous one is wax on Mm -hmm. wax off uh he realizes that those are defensive moves and that's what he's been teaching him and that's it's so repetitive and and daniel's shoulders messed up from doing all this manual labor yeah so this is where it gets more deep and you got mr miyagi Oh, uh, yeah. <laughs> he warms his shoulder and takes the pain away. All kinds of cool stuff happens. So after he finds out that it's... He's essentially taught him muscle memory at this mm-hmm. point. And that's why he had him clean so many cars and paint the entire fence. and Sanding the floor. Like, he did so much, it was to, to, to learn these defensive moves. Yes, it was to get the technique right. And this is where... Mr. Miyagi really opens up to him and tells him about his life and where he came from. Because up to this point, Daniel thought he was just like this quiet, eccentric dude who knows karate and didn't know much more about Oh, on the anniversary of his wife? Yeah. When he's drunk? Yeah, you find out. This is where it gets real deep and sad. He's singing that song. He tells him that he lost lost his wife and son when Mm -hmm. she was giving birth to him. And he, he was, was the army. serving in World War II. Uh, he received a Medal of Honor. Mm-hmm. And a Purple Heart. Mm-hmm. And so on top of... It wouldn't be a good 80s movie if there weren't a life lesson. So on top of these like physical lessons, he also taught him a lot of life lessons. Right. And where he came from and why he has such a gentle approach to life. Yeah, that's why this movie works. You have this really... Like, really nice kid that has to face the obstacles that a lot of people can't meet. And you have this guy that's just kind of going through life that finds a reason to keep going. Mm-hmm. And that's, you know, he tells him martial arts isn't just physical. It's more about, like, the spirit mm-hmm. and your mind. And it gets very deep and very emotional there for a little bit. One of the best parts of the movie is when you really see them starting to like become close. Like when he has Daniel out on the boat mm-hmm. and he's teaching him balance. And he knocks Daniel right into the water. <laughs> oh, Daniel's eye. You went to behind the ear. <laughs> he does. He starts to open up. It's precious. <laughs> but then on Daniel's 18th birthday. He, oh man. That's a great part of the movie. He does surprise him. He, he gives him a gift of a karate gi mm-hmm. and it's his, what he's going to wear to the tournament. Um, his oh, family's he, gi. Yeah, he also gives him one of his cars. His choice. 
Yeah, of all the cars he cleaned, which the there were several. <laughs> and now Daniel starts to apply these life lessons in his relationship with Allie. Mm-hmm. So he like takes her out and shows her a good time. And- Another thing that happens out of that, Miyagi tells him about being careful behind the wheel and all that. Mm-hmm. So now he's become the father figure too. Oh yeah, he's definitely taken that role. And Daniel's mom, she's in it. Not a ton, but yeah, she's working that restaurant, so yeah, she's kind of she's kind of wrapped up because she's trying to move up. So she says there's not a future in computers. Remember <laughs> that? Yeah. So Ooh. he's strengthening his relationship with both Mr. Miyagi with Allie. His training is, I mean, he's, he's getting better. Yeah, up really fast. And it's time to go to the All Valley at this point. He's got most of his training out of the way. Um, he gets to get he gets to see Miyagi do the crane kick while he's on the pole. Yeah, out on and the and that's water. when he realizes how good Miyagi really is. Uh huh. So now we get another montage, of course, and there's some drama in there where Daniel and Allie like run into Johnny and things like that. And, and he was a real asshole to her too. Like there's this party because Allie's parents do not like him. Johnny or Daniel? Yeah. So. He sees Johnny uh, kiss Allie, mm-hmm. and then he dumps spaghetti on himself, and everybody's like laughing at him. Yeah. There's some painful moments. So then he's a real jerk to Allie, and then tries to make up with her at the putt-putt. Yes, and of course she forgives him. He's too Feel charming. The night. <laughs> Feel the night. Yeah, there there's a romance going on in there, but really, I mean, the romance is kind of overshadowed by... The relationship he has with Mr. Miyagi. Well, it's the deeper part of the movie. I mean, like, every movie's going to have romance somewhere in it. Yeah. Allie's kind of a filler. Going back to Rambo, even Rambo had to have romance in one of his movies. Allie just provides that tension between Johnny and Daniel. That's really the point of her character. She's the catalyst that drives these two together. So, it's time for the All Valley. Daniel's as ready as he can be. You're the best. <laughs> and you get the montage where he actually kind of no pun intended sweeps these people and everyone's like what like what and dojo this, are you from right and at this point like miyagi's like he doesn't take this kind of karate serious and you can tell because daniel asking what color bra- belt he or what kind of belt he has he has brown jc penny <laughs> <laughs> and then uh they're trying to get into the <laughs> the valley and sign him in he just swipes one of the black belts off the table and <laughs> hands it behind his back to Allie. <laughs> Miyagi's so good. And then he fakes like he can't speak English. Oh, yeah. You, you we're, we're glad to have you here. You're, <laughs> and he's like, welcome. <laughs> <laughs> but um, while you see Daniel fighting, you also get to see Cobra Kai team fight, and they're just as good. And you see how good Johnny is. Johnny is dominant good. Yeah, he ends up advancing in the final by scoring like three to nothing on some guy like he totally kills his kid yeah he's clean swept him Mm -hmm. bobby's the one that really showed a lot in the tournament because he was not picked by crease or any of them to go as far as he did yeah so now it's semifinals and justice for bobby daniel has to face bobby from Mm -hmm. the cobra kai team and creasy tells him to do an illegal move Mm mm-hmm uh, take out. He wants him to take him out. He wants he him to tell him how. He just tells him to take him out. 
and he ends up uh, attacking his knee. Mm-hmm. Kicks him right in the leg, like a jump kick right, to, right into his knee. Mm-hmm. Automatically got himself disqualified. And he even said that, I'll get disqualified. He's like, so what? Yeah, like he he says it in a way that he's like, you weren't going to make it anyway. Just, mm-hmm. and <laughs> just he take said, him out. He, and he says, I can beat this guy. Yeah. So Bobby does it anyway because he's that brainwashed. I mean, he's on the cusp, but he's still brainwashed. And by he loves Cozy. Cobra Kai. Like they yeah. all love Cobra Kai. So he gets disqualified. Daniel's taken the locker room where they're like, I don't think you can compete anymore. I think you're done. And he tells him, no, he, he's going to keep fighting because he's not going to let Johnny get the best of him. He's like, this lets Cobra Kai win. And then they have the edge over me no matter what. Yeah. Mr. Miyagi comes in and tries his, the, the hand the, thing. <laughs> yeah. Got to rub the hands together. Yeah. And he ends up, Going out to to fight anyway. They're getting ready to hand Johnny the trophy, too. He was going to be a three-time champion. Yeah, but winner by default is enough. I mean, so what? <laughs> right. So they end up um, Johnny. They end up fight, facing each other. Yep, and Johnny hadn't given up a point up to that point, by the way. To anybody? Nobody. That would have been a heck of a, a match. So right off the bat... Him and Daniel meet right there in on the mat. Mm-hmm. He gives up a point right away to to Daniel. Yeah, but it's very. I mean, the match goes on for a while because yes, the two, a lot of drama. Yes, and it has to be even with Daniel on like one bad leg, he's still able to take him as long as he can. You know, to to mm-hmm. fight him, and Daniel ends up using like this scissor kick thing. Oh, the crane kick. Is that is that it? The, the kick? I mean, I know the crane kick, but doesn't he do something to Johnny to get a point? Because it goes oh, two and two. Oh, yeah. He trips him up and then uh, gives him a back fist on the mat. Oh, the That's scissor a, things where he gets on the ground and like, scissors. <laughs> is that where he sweeps and catches him like that? I think you're right, yeah. Okay. But I remember the one where he hit Johnny and they called Johnny a cream puff because Johnny gets a bloody nose from it. Oh, that's right, yeah. So this is where... Get him a body bag! <laughs> yeah! You get another famous line from this movie, which a lot of people have heard, which is sweep the leg. Mm-hmm. Creasy tells Johnny, get his bad leg. Yeah, Crease. Mm-hmm. Uh, he tells... Well, Crease tells him, sweep the leg. You have a problem with that? Because Johnny was like... He was surprised he told him to go for the leg again. He was like... like he actually is genuinely faces. concerned. <laughs> and he's like, do you have a problem with that? No, Sensei. The thing is, it's not... What Johnny's going to do is not illegal. It's just considered unethical. Yes. Because it's no, it's no point, and it could have ended. It could have ended the tournament if Daniel couldn't have got up. Yeah. So he does. He ends up swiping his leg, knocking mm-hmm. him down. He and catches Daniel's leg and then hits it. And takes it with an elbow. Hit, yep, down elbow. Mm-hmm. And so Daniel can't hardly put he can't put any weight on this foot and so he kind of looks to mr miyagi like what do i do now and then he realizes miyagi, tell, miyagi gives him the look he's like you know what to do yep so he gets Finish into it. crane position just like he saw miyagi do earlier Ooh, and that buildup is great i can mm-hmm. watch that like on loop <laughs> just that moment where daniel's gonna get that last point is insane yeah and johnny looks like what are you doing and then when they call them they Johnny was ready too. Johnny was in fighting stance. He was, he was ready to go right after Daniel. As soon as they say go, Johnny goes forward and gets kicked right in the freaking face. Mm-hmm. 
and ends up getting it was two and two at that point. Mm-hmm. Daniel gets the last point and is crowned On one leg. new champion of the All Valley Karate Tournament. He gets picked up and we get that Miyagi uh slow burn <laughs> into a uh, survivor. But it doesn't just song. end there. Um Daniel gets his trophy, him and Miyagi, and they have the trophy and Johnny actually yeah, he gives it to him. You're all right, Lily. So yeah, he hands the trophy to him, and Creasy's the one that like wants to get crappy with him for being nice, which I think that leads into the second movie. So we yeah, can't get too we'll much talk, into that. We'll talk about it. But yeah, Johnny. I mean, he's earned his respect at this point. He's like, all right, here you go. You yeah, John Crease is. He is a great bad guy. Oh yeah, yep. But that pretty much concludes the movie because. Karate Kid 2 takes up exactly where Karate Kid 1 yes. ended. So we can't, it kind of melds together at that point. So we'll end it with that. And that's Great Karate movie. Kid. Great movie. It is. It's a fun movie. So I guess now, if you want to hit us with some trivia. The beginning of Karate Kid 2 is how Karate Kid 1 was supposed to end. Did you say the end? Oh, the beginning of Karate Kid 2. Yes. Okay, well, and that's what... Okay. <laughs> Did they take it out because they knew they wanted to have a sequel, or...? They thought that it was adding too much to the movie where things were left way too open-ended. Oh, so too much like, drama we can at the use, end. Th- this can be perfect for the beginning of a sequel. Yeah. So they saved it. And it was. I mean, you don't get a lot of sequels where they pick up, I mean, the very second the first one ended. And it fits. Like, it fits right into where this, the sequel's going. That's why I like Karate Kid 2 so much. It gives good drama for the beginning. Because you have to have drama to start the movie, which mm-hmm. is what happened in this one where he meets Johnny on the beach. I can't wait to do my Sato impression when we do Karate Kid 2. <laughs> I was wondering if you were going to do it this one. <laughs> no, I had to save it. Okay. <laughs> uh, Ralph Macho was two was 22 when they filmed this. Okay. He had to keep showing his ID and all that. And people were like, you're not 22. How old are you? <laughs> and he was good. He got like offended a lot on set, I guess. And he uh, hated all the product placement in this movie because they did a lot of the, you know, logo out shots, uh, orange juice. Because Coca Cola sponsored the movie. That's I uh, yeah. I was trying to remember what was in it. And like, there's this part where he's drinking a sprite and he tries to tuck it away. And uh-huh. it's, it's it's obvious he's doing it. Oh Lord. He didn't want to be a part of a movie that did that, but he'd already signed the contract. He owns the 1948 uh, Ford Super Deluxe, the yellow one. That was a gift to him after finishing the movie. Ralph Macchio? Yes. <laughs> nice. Um, the drunk Miyagi scene. Uh-huh. The studio wanted really badly to cut that out. Why? The it's so director's hard, like, I'm not cutting it out of the movie. I will quit the film. He's like, he's like, there's something here in this scene that people are going to like, and they're going to gain a lot more respect from Yagi out of it. I mean, because that's the whole scene where he talks about his wife and kids. Yes. It's a backstory you need for... It's this come-together moment. Yeah. Like, Daniel's the one that puts him to bed. I mean, if you took that away, he's just the weird handyman who knows karate. Yes. <laughs> you know? You don't see this, like, heartfelt side of him. And with Miyagi, this is the scene, I think, that got him the Oscar nomination. Pat Morita was just a comedian going nowhere up until this movie. And mm-hmm. no company wanted him for this movie. He, now he is... He got shot down a lot. Is he Japanese? He is, I believe, he is 100% American, born and raised. 
Okay. But, um, his family is, I believe, Japanese. Okay, that's the, the right. Because the, the song he sings during that part when he's getting drunk, uh huh, that's a that's a song he misses from his childhood. Well, I'm just saying because he doesn't actually have an accent, like a Japanese accent, he puts that on for the movie, right? Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah, that's not his accent at all. He speaks perfect English. Okay, that's what I thought. Especially if you've ever seen Happy Days. It, it blows your mind how good his his real voice is mm-hmm. compared to... He got the he got the accent from his instructor, the karate instructor that did all the stunt work. Okay. <laughs> He's 100% just ripped that off. It's weird because it's like you can't... I don't know if that's something that people would like snub their nose at now or like turn their nose up to because he is a Japanese descent man doing Mm -hmm. a Japanese accent who doesn't actually have a Japanese accent. So like, would people consider that? I don't know if he's, if it's his heritage, you can't really say you can't do that. Right. (laughs) You know, he's just doing, he's just doing a bit. I'm going to see what, yeah, go ahead. Keep going. uh, The bonsai logo that's on Daniel San's gi. Yeah. That is 100% made by Pat Morita. He designed the whole logo. Oh, he made the design. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he's Japanese. He he is Japanese. Yeah, I, I figured he was. I just want to make sure. <laughs> <laughs> the extras for the movie were so caught up in the moment of the tournament mm-hmm. that they started booing William Zabka for real. And his mom, who was sitting in the crowd, was like, he's a really nice boy. You guys, <laughs> you guys are being insane. Oh, no. Yeah. <laughs> he does play such a good bad guy, though. It's he hard. is. That's why he got so many bad guy roles in the 80s. He was typecast, and that sucks. For sure. Because you see all this stuff with him now. He's such a good dude. Mm-hmm. And you just feel bad for him because he should have had a bigger career. I'm well, glad Cobra Kai saved him. Yeah, we'll get to, to Cobra Kai. <laughs> and he was really funny in uh, Hot Tub Time Machine, too. Hot Tub Time Machine 2. He's the guy that makes the bet with uh, the bald guy. I don't remember that. Yeah, he's got a mustache in it. Oh, oh okay, yes. Oh. Starts sucking. Yeah, that's yeah. him? Oh, yeah. Lord, I didn't realize that was him. <laughs> he still owns his uh, red uh, leather jacket, the Cobra Kai jacket. Oh, that's cool. <laughs> that is cool. I'd keep it, too. Yep. Uh, he had no karate experience in the movie, William Zabka. So uh, they hired him because he was an accomplished wrestler. Oh, like he actually he had did wrestling in, in school yes. or something? Okay. Elizabeth Shue uh, quit uh, being a Harvard student to be in the movie. Was this her first acting role? Her first big role, yes. Oh, wow. They wanted Chuck Norris. This has been... I've read a lot of stories about this. They wanted Chuck Norris for the role of John Kreese. But he was like, I don't want to do that because I don't want to do anything to soil... Make him a bad guy. <laughs> I don't... I, I think that's part of it, too, deep down. Yeah. But he didn't want to do anything to leave a black mark on karate. Oh. Yeah. Oh, Chuck Norris didn't want to? Yeah. <laughs> I rolled my eyes when you said that. I mean, just because of... Essentially, the joke that Chuck Norris has been made into today, obviously, he wasn't thought of that way in 84. But today, because of all the memes and the jokes about Chuck Norris, it's hard to take him seriously. (laughs) Just for me, the era that I grew up in is like, ugh. I hear Chuck Norris and I just think of all the stupid jokes and memes. Apparently, there's like this big comedy reel 
uh-huh. where the fly catch scene, which we didn't mention. Oh, yeah. That's totally in this movie. Yes. I was thinking it was the second one for some reason. It's in both. So they obviously there was no CGI or nothing like that big yet. So mm-hmm. they had to do it with like fishing line and like a little a bug on the string. <laughs> so apparently like there's like these outtakes that are hilarious, but they've never been released. Oh, that was just them trying to catch yes. a, a dead fly on a string <laughs> or a fake fly on a string. This movie was the top video rental of nineteen eighty five, my birth year. Nice. <laughs> yeah. This- if you can imagine a time where you had to go get your movies from a store. <laughs> right. There's also a big debate about all the actors asked to audition for Daniel. Mm-hmm. It, I've read a lot of stories where if it wasn't him, it was going to be Sean Penn. Oh. But other people I've seen that read for it were Charlie Sheen, uh-huh. Michael J. Fox, uh, C. Thomas Howell. Uh, I even seen like Emilio Estevez. There's a lot of people that were linked to this movie. But a lot of them thought it was just going to be a tank movie. Huh. Like they weren't putting any names in it. Like Elizabeth Shue. Mm-hmm. She wasn't doing anything yet. Um, I rolled my eyes at Michael J. Fox too. <laughs> I, I hate that. But I feel like that he... It was just for a cash grab, I think, would be the only reason they... Yeah. Uh, would consider him thinking he would have made it more profitable. But whatever. Uh, the song, uh, You're the Best... Around. Was written for was originally written for Rocky Three. Oh, so Rocky Three's already incredible soundtrack would have been even crazier. Also, a uh, moment of truth, also by Survivor, same guys that came up with Eye of the Tiger. It was supposed to be in a Rocky movie. <laughs> well, I think it was well placed in this one. Yeah. So, are we good with trivia? Or you need some more. Want some more? I'm fine. If you got a couple more things, you can. I don't care. Yeah. <laughs> So, I'll give you this one because this is like a well-known fact. Okay. Charlie Sheen flat turned down this role to be in this movie called Grizzly 2, The Revenge. A movie that was never finished until like two years ago. He started filming in the 80s? Yes. The film uh, started filming in 1983 and it didn't uh, get completed and released until 2020. Why? I don't know. Why would he choose I would guess, to do I would guess that? financial stuff. Did he think it was going to be a hit? He was going to get a... I think he was going to get a, a bigger paycheck. Oh, Lord. I wonder if they changed how much he got for inflation. <laughs> <laughs> that sucks. Yeah. It's... There's a lot of things about like the soccer scenes. Like A lot of these kids grew up playing soccer. Like Elizabeth Shue had to do the soccer stuff because that's what she grew up playing. Oh. Like she wanted to be in all those scenes. So hmm. I thought that was co- I thought that was really cool. Yeah. All right, let's get to the Rating. other stuff. Okay. The first thing we're going to rate it on is the rewatch. Rewatch. It's a 5. Um, I will give it a 4. I don't know why I can't commit to a 5, That's but okay. I'll give it a 4. This is hands down in my top movies list tip top movies list it's a good movie um it's definitely like i mean it's in the sport genre so if you're not into like sports stuff karate is a sport it is um so if that's not something you're into i can understand it being a little dry but there is some good drama 
and uh, character building in the movie. So I'll give it that. I think that's why I won't go full five is because I'm not big into like sport movies. I didn't think you were. It's not really your wheelhouse. Yeah. But I love sports movies, so I'm still giving it a five because that's what it deserves. Um, <laughs> we'll go with Legacy. Um, Obviously, Cobra Kai is still going strong. If you would have asked me five years ago about the Legacy, I wouldn't have probably given it more than a two. That I still would have given it more than that because of how big it, it they are at cons, even before the Cobra Kai movement. I just think that's for they, like a really small group of people, though. But once Cobra Kai came out, um, it definitely brought on a resurgence of... Yeah, I'll definitely give it a 4.5. Def, like the old, you know, people who were into Karate Kid in the beginning, it new brought generation. on a lot of new generation. Uh, their kids are, you know, kind of like what um, the Mighty Ducks thing did for the the TV show on Disney Plus did for yeah. Mighty Ducks. Same concept. It, it brought on a whole new... Emilio! A group of people to watch. So now, today, if you were asking me about the legacy, um, I'll give it like um, a three and a half, a four, okay. somewhere in there. I'm still going four point five. Okay, that seems a little high, but <laughs> you can't go to any you can't go to any shop without seeing a Cobra Kai shirt. I think, yeah, in nostalgic areas and they're like look at these old 80s tees <laughs> i feel like it'd be there you are the one <laughs> it is uh i don't know cobra kai is it's on netflix it's wonderful. Uh, is it still on netflix yeah okay i it thought started it got on moved. it started on youtube red that's right uh, I'm, I'm gonna guess there was budget issues above everything else if you want to get down to it that's what it, i think ended it there yeah. But Netflix picked it up and gave it a hell of a budget. Now the final season is coming out. Yeah. I'm all caught up. It's a, such a good show. Is it the four seasons then? Is There's the five out right now. Six is the last. Oh, Lord. Where have I been? Um, yeah. I mean, I had a pretty good following. I They tried really hard to push <sighs> karate being like the cool thing i don't know there's some parts in the show the new karate kids show where they'll like break out into karate moves and fights in the middle of like school and i'm like that Mm -hmm. doesn't just that doesn't just happen (laughs) so it does not just happen though i i'm sure somewhere someone is getting into someone is getting their ass whipped to a crane kick (laughs) yeah i guess lights out um but yeah i'll I'll stick with my i'll give it a four how about that and the last thing we're going to rate it on is the look and feel of this movie. Music's um, top notch. That's an A. The casting was really good. A. I wouldn't have replaced anybody. Nope. Uh, scenery. I love the all the scenes with the putt putt. Uh huh. Just all all around. I love the look of the All Valley Tournament. All the scenes they use for Miyagi's house and the it training kind of, montages. This is weird, but it has like an. <sighs> A, a, a sunset feel to the whole movie. There's like it an orange, does, an orangish red glow uh, to the whole thing. Yeah, it always feels. And I don't know if that's because of the rising sun, because of Daniel's gi and stuff. Yeah, yeah, that they they even put it into. If that's the case, or if they just like subconsciously did that. But I think it is like 
the rising sun, the whole idea, you know, that's the Japan is the land of the rising sun. Mm -hmm. So it has this always like the sunset sunrise feel in every scene of the almost every scene of the movie. Right. Like when him, uh, him and his mom first get there, it's bright in the middle of the day, but that's really the only scenes that you see it like super sunshine. (laughs) Yeah. It's movie's got a great look to it. Super eighties. It's got a great throwback feel to it. Um, and there's just so many, um, iconic moments to it. Like the wax on wax off, sweep Mm -hmm. the leg, uh, get him a body bag. Yeah. The fly catching scene with the Mm -hmm. chopsticks. These are scenes that even if you're not a fan of Karate Kid or haven't seen Karate Kid, you've probably seen or heard those things in other media. Right. So. I wish Biscuit um, Brand would have caught on. (laughs) Still pushing for that. Mm -hmm. Uh, Look and feels a five. Yeah. Overall, it's really hard for me not to give this movie a five. Four and a half, I'm I'm definitely giving it that. It deserves that. I'll settle overall on a four for me personally. Yeah. And I'm fighting. I might even fight you. What? I really want to give it a five. Okay. I thought you were just going to leave it that. I just really want to fight you. Yeah. I'm going to whip your ass with karate. <laughs> what did I do? <laughs> with karate, I'll kick your ass. I'm going to lay on my side and just scissor kick. <laughs> <laughs> You're like a really lazy crab. I'm going to destroy your calves. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to destroy your chest. The shins are I done bo- for. When I box them boobies. Oh, no. <laughs> okay, well, that was fun. This oh, is a good... Good old school titty tussling. Stop. <laughs> Stop. <laughs> this is a fun episode. Yeah, I had fun. It sounds like it. it sounds like you had a lot <laughs> of fun. Uh, but stick around for a sneak peek of what next we, week's episode. We got to start covering like some TV shows at some point because after watching Trailer Park Boys, there's no way I can't be on there and not start just going. Wah! Oh my god! Love J Rock. We'll see. We'll see you guys <laughs> next week. Stick around for our sneak peek. Oh, see you. Bye. <laughs> Next week on the Retro Club. Oh, I can see they all kind of start melding together. Yeah. I can separate parts of it. Who? Okay. Isn't this the one? <laughs> Look at me not remembering anything. The, um. Aunt the, Adna. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. And that's why I was going to say the, um, it's, uh, Anthony Michael Hall. Hall. Yeah. The right. dog, dog couldn't keep up with the car. Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Poor little guy. Probably came up with you for about the first mile or so. <laughs> I can't think of who plays Audrey in this one. I don't know her name. I don't know her name. She, she left zero impression. I don't remember who yeah. she is. Oh, no. And honestly, I think she was the best Audrey. Really? Mm-hmm. Not even Christmas? Yeah. I like her way better than Juliette Lewis and her frozen eyes. <laughs> uh. <laughs> what did Juliette Lewis bring to, the, to that role? Sarcasm. Dry humor. I guess. The same things that that girl does in the first one. I'll tell you the worst one. Which one? European. European? I was going to say that too. Yeah. What can we do to hurt this girl? We'll just make her eat a lot. (sighs) So stupid. We've all been there, ladies. She was the worst Audrey, I think. Yeah, for sure. Uh, I love the Audrey from Vegas. Yeah. She Uh, had way more personality. 
Vegas Audrey. Oh, yep, that's right. Yeah. <laughs> oh, and that's also got uh, what's his face. <laughs> Shoplifter. Yeah, <laughs> as, like as Rusty. <laughs> yeah, why can't I think of his dang name? Vegas Vacation's know. a really good one. We're, we're definitely going to cover that one. Scratch what? everything we said, we're covering that. <laughs> <laughs> Mixing and music by Kelsey Ingram. Cover art is by Megan Harris. Research is by John and Megan Harris. Find us on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, and Slasher at Retro Club Pod. Or visit our website at RetroClubPod.com for episode information and more. You can listen to The Retro Club on Podbean, Spotify, Apple and Google Podcasts, and more. Make sure to like, follow, and subscribe, or we'll find you.